Glory to God. Amen. 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 Like I said, um, this is the LUTG Radio Show. My name is Kathy Brox, and we're on, uh, we're on 102.4 FM today in uh, Haltom City, DFW, uh, Texas area. And um, today is um, Freedom Friday on LUTGradio.com. Amen. Glory to God. LUTG Radio, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. And so we're doing this show today. And today is about the freedom of the Lord God Almighty. Amen, 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 amen. Glory to God. And we're just going to give God all the praise, the glory, and the honor 100%. We are not giving up on God, and God ain't gave up on us. To God be all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. You know the Lord is our strength. 100%. So what do we say? We're going to open up in prayer because we're going to act like we know how. We're going to open up in prayer and say, good morning, Lord God. Good morning, Jehovah. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Lord God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for loving us. We thank you, Lord God, for your strength, your hope, your joy, your peace. We thank you, Lord God, for loving us so much, Lord God, that you, Lord God, gave us your one and only son. You loved us so much, you gave us your one and only son, and you decided that you were not going to give up on us, oh, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. And as you have not given up on us, Lord God, we have not given up on you. Even though things may look like things may be kind of tough right now, we're going to still hang in with you, Lord God. Because you gave us your word. You said, yo, I ain't leaving nor forsaking y'all. So what you doing? What's up? And we say, Lord God, you are what is up, Lord God. We are with you. We hanging with you no matter how bad things get, how good things get. We like you, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. And we want to be everywhere that you are, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I just thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. I thank you, Lord God, for your love. I thank you, Lord God, for you are all that we want to be, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. We are blessed to be in your presence, Lord God. Absolutely, 100% blessed to be in your presence. And we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, for thou art worthy. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name, Lord God. We thank you for your great abundant love. We thank you, Lord God, for your peace that surpasses all understanding. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name. Lord God, you are our strength. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord God, for leading us in the way to go. You led Jesus. Ah, Lord God, we just thank you for leading us. Jesus was always full of the Holy Spirit. He was full of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We want to be like Jesus. During the times of trials and tribulations, during the tough times, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. He was tempted in the wilderness and he was full of the Holy Spirit. Woo! Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let this mind that is in Christ Jesus remain in me also. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, that our love for you will never wean. Our love for Jesus will never wean. Our obedience to the Holy Spirit and love for the Holy Spirit will never wean. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for leading us in the way to go. In the name of Jesus, amen. Glory to God. To God be all the glory. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Whew, pardon me. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. It is Friday, y'all. And you know, every day I come on, I do the show. I got my liter of water. It's usually two. I'll be trying to get in at least two liters in a day and two liters at night. I just love me some water. Amen. Glory to God. So today is Freedom Friday. We're going to put on the whole armor of God. And um, woo, look at that beautiful place. Don't forget when you wake up in the morning, say good morning to the Lord. And when you're going to wash your face in the morning, I advise that everybody wash their face. I mean, some people can't use soap and I ain't going to you know, pray about that because you want to get the bacteria and the dirt off your skin. But, um, so whatever you, if you just throwing some water on your face, throw some water on your face. Um, uh, and that, I ain't, I ain't talking about nobody in particular because some people are sensitive. That's why they have those little baby products for sensitive skin, but start praying over your baby. If your baby got sensitive skin, pray over your baby, uh, pray. Over, if, if your baby has become an adult, then tell your adult child to pray over himself and that, you know, all be well. Amen. And so anyway, look in the mirror. Look at your beautiful face in the mirror and say, good morning, beautiful. You so beautiful. You're like, why am I saying that? Because you should be the first person that compliments you. When you build up your esteem, it makes it real difficult for somebody else to tear it down. So you call yourself beautiful. You look at yourself, you're like, oh, I'm fly today. Oh, I'm fly today. You know how you get you get your gear on. You go, oh, yeah, this is tight. I'm fly today. But you wait till you get your clothes on to say you fly. Oh, no. Before you put your gear on, look yourself in the eyes and say, oh, I'm beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm beautiful. I'm fly today. Ooh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Amen. 
Tell you, call yourself great. Say, I'm great. I'm going to do great things today. I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm a blessing and not a curse. Amen. And so it's not about vanity calling yourself beautiful. It's not about vanity. It's about building you up on the inside and the outside. Because words will either build you up or tear you down. So if you call yourself ugly, then ugly is what you're going to start to form into. But if you call yourself beautiful, if you call yourself a blessing, then that's what you're going to form yourself into. The, the words on the, your body is made up of the word of God. And the word of God will do exactly as you say. Concerning you. Concerning you. It'll do exactly as you say. Will it, will it move uh, on other people? Yes. But if you curse them, those very words you use to curse them will return to you with a curse seven times strong. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We want to bless. Bless. Kathy, you're like, Kathy, where you get that seven times strong? When you, when you get the enemy out of your house and your house is clean, but you ain't filled it with the word of God. What comes back is that enemy plus seven of his demons. That's a curse. You don't want that. You don't want that action. Uh uh-uh. Fill feel your body, fill your mind up with the word of God. Before your eyes, in your ears, let it come off your lips. Amen. That's why we put on the whole armor of God to get you started. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Glory to God. All right, so we're over here in the book of Luke with your beautiful self. Amen. Woo. Hey, hey. I'm so beautiful. I'm a blessing and not a curse. I'm so beautiful. I'm a blessing and not a curse. Da, 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 da. Y'all got it up yet? <laughs> you know, I got to give y'all an interlude. <laughs> All right, so I was trying, I ain't going to even lie. I was trying to uh, make sure I can hear myself on the radio, right? So I'm, I'm scrolling through and I'm trying to listen. I had another setup for this, but um, I kind of messed it up. So I'm trying to do it right now as I scroll through. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so I, I kind of messed that up. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so I ain't, I ain't going to look for it. I know it's on. Uh, so if you're in a DFW area and you want to listen to the actual radio in your car or at home or whatnot, it's on 102.4 FM. Um, anyway. I was using my device. So this, I need more equipment because I'd be having a, I'd be having to use stuff like a double use for stuff. And so, uh, <laughs> so I'd be, I'd be kind of messing stuff up because I, I have to use it like a double use stuff. So I ain't gonna say I, it ain't necessarily messed up, but you know, it's kind of like one person where two people wearing one pair of pants. You got to wait till they get out of it and hope they ain't did like a whole bunch of farting, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to go and wash the pants and then uh, you can wear them. 
But sometimes you don't always get a chance to wash the pants. So, you know, until they come home, you can't go out. Because you only got one pair of pants between the two of you. <coughs> Alright, we're on Luke 24, 45. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. <laughs> I believe God. This is why I always confess. The Lord maketh me rich. Amen. The Lord maketh me rich. The Lord maketh me rich. Woohoo. Alright. Uh, we are in Ephesians chapter 6. I start off with verse 10. So get on over there. Ephesians chapter 6. Are y'all still singing and still doing Psalms 150 every morning? Psalms 150. Don't forget to do that. Psalms 150, every morning you wake up, praise the Lord. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. All right, here we go. Ephesians chapter 6, starting off with verse 10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. <coughs> I apologize for that. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, 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 peace. Above all, I'm just enjoying myself. I'm not adding to the word, but it's the peace is only there one time. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall to be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now that's verse 17. Amen. Now I, the reason why I read 18 and 19, because it says, and take the hel- the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Ooh. And then verse 18 says, Praying always with all prayer. Remember, prayer is asking God. With all prayer and supplication. Supplication is a spirit from God that says, hey, I remember your prayer. I want you to show me. I want want you to keep uh, thanking me for this thing. I'm moving. See, we, when we thanking God, when we get we uh, putting up that supplication and thanking God for this thing. Now that's emphasis. Lord God, uh, save my children, save my, say they soul. And then God says, supplicate. He ain't asked you to come in and ask him again to say this. soul. he's asking you to say, Lord God, I thank you for saving this soul. It's already done. He's asking you to say it's already done. Why? Because he's working on their behalf and the enemy is kind of entangling, entangling them. Saying, y'all, man, you don't want to go get saved because, you know, you ain't going to be able to get that honey. You ain't ready to get those honeys no more. You know, you got to be all pious. You got to be all, like, abstinent. You got to be all, like, a little virgin. You got to be like, you going to be like a little punk, punk. And God's like, no, son. No, no, no. He's like, (laughs) when you get saved, you get the blessing. 
But see, when when you unsaved, you think you need a hundred different women. He's like, no, you don't. You only need one. You tell me what what's 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 all the character traits and how you want your. If you want her shaped like an hourglass, he's like, bam, I give it to you. But if you want her shaped this way, I give it to you. If you want her, if you want her to be a lawyer, you want her to be a teacher, you want her to be a homemaker that has the brain of a lawyer. Oh my God. You want to be a businesswoman that everything she touched prospers. You want her to be kind and sweet and not always arguing with you. She has opinions, but she don't feel like she need to argue. Oh my goodness. God is like, you, you write it down what you want and I'm going to give that person to you. She's going to be such a blessing to you. You're going to forget about every other woman you ever knew. You're going to forget about every girlfriend. You don't even think on them. They, even if they try and contact you, you're going to be like, skirt. Not interested. My woman is so great. Bam. God gave her to me. She this, 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 and this. And more stuff I'm discovering about her. It is such a blessing. Oh my goodness. And even when she messes up, the sun don't go down on our anger. We are blessing. Even when I mess up, she ain't always in my face about it. She goes to God and God goes, you know you wrong, right? And so, and when she need to get in my face, she get in my face. And I respect her because she a blessing to me she ain't tearing me down she building me up see you don't need to have 10 12 different women you only need one good one that ain't always gnawing at your neck but building you up and if she ain't gnawing at your neck that means you don't know at hers all you need is one ladies gentlemen you just need one and god will get that person for you amen glory to god Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance, continuance, persevere. That's like a marathon runner or, you know, those those lap runners, those relay runners in the Olympics where they be they train when they in grammar school and high school. Right. And they get to college and by the time they get to college, they good at what they doing. And they like they keep going those laps. Until the final one, and they gotta press, they gotta really bring on the heat. Cause they wanna be first. They are moving as fa- they are moving faster than cars. Whoosh. Persevere and su- perseverance and supplication continuing. Thank you, God, for my for the salvation of my children. This is what Job was, this is what he was trying to get Job to do. Job kept offering new prayers. He's like, no, Job, supplicate. Thank you for the salvation of my children. Job, don't offer me no new prayers for them. Supplicate. Thank you, Lord God, for the salvation of my children. That's what he wanted them to say. But instead, Job kept giving them new prayers. New prayers, new requests, new requests. He's like, I want them a new request. No more requests. Because you, you act like I ain't hear you. You act like I can't do it. But God says, yes, I can. Verse 19. And for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly. To make known the mystery of the Gospels. Ladies, this is when you open your mouth. When God, when God feels it, he tells you, okay, I want you to go stand be- before this person and then speak. Open your, part your lips and I'm going to feel it. Gentlemen, don't think that you, because you're a man, you always get the right utterance. Without God, you ain't got the right utterance. You just yip, 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 yap it. Without God, you ain't got the right utterance. So don't be beating up on that woman with your mouth or your hands. 
Say, God, what you got to say right now? And don't forget, call your woman beautiful. Ladies, tell your man, thank you. I appreciate you. You are a wonderful, handsome, beautiful man. I love you. I appreciate you. Tell him. So it's your fine self. You so, oh my God. Thank you, Jesus, for my husband. Oh my goodness. Woo! <laughs> if your man is 500 pounds and you keep calling him gorgeous and beautiful, you tell him you, you are just strong. Guess what he going to do? He going to drop 250 of those pounds. He going to drop another 50. He going to get strong. Because you keep calling him blessed. Keep calling him blessed. And he going to get strong and blessed. Because he going to start saying what you see. He wants to be what you see. What you call him, that's what he want to be. That's exactly what he wants to be. A blessing. Amen. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Glory to God. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. Numbers chapter 6. It says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Do not go out and make yourself 500 pounds trying to prove me wrong. Don't do that. Instead, just say, Lord God, I want to be a blessing to my spouse. Amen. I want to get 500 pounds, not in my head and not in my body. Good God Almighty. I want to be a blessing. Amen. Glory to God. Call yourself healthy. Call yourself whole. Call yourself blessed. Amen. That's a part of the armor. What you say about yourself, it matters. Because what you say about yourself builds an armor over you. Amen. It builds you up. Glory to God. So you'll either be built up in faith and life. Or you'll be trampled down but strong in sin and disgust. And you won't like yourself. But if you call yourself kind and beautiful and blessing and a blessing. If you start saying good things about yourself, you will love yourself. And as you're able to love you, you can love your spouse even more. You can love your neighbor. You can love your, you, you, you can even love your job. You, you can love your business, your customers. You'll be just kind and wonderful to people. Amen. Like Jesus. I'm over in Psalms 91. Psalms 91. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee 
to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. With long life. Amen. The enemy will try and get you to confess that you don't have a long life. But trust and believe God. You have a long life. Amen. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. Your spouse has a long life. If the enemy starts telling you things like your spouse going to pass away or something like that. uh Uh-uh. That's a curse. Don't agree to that. Don't agree to that. Uh Uh-uh. Cause you you need to start praying. My 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 spouse uh, and my family. None of my family. Not I nor my spouse nor my family. Life will be cut short. I mean, just just up to just pray for all of them. Thousand generations. Amen. Go pray for your mom and your daddy. That just because they old, I don't mean they get their life got to be cut short. Don't. Woo. Pray for all of them. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It says uh. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of thy children and righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall be far from oppression for thou shall not fear and from terror for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bring forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Woohoo! We just put on the whole armor of God. Woohoo! Hallelujah. Halle, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God. Halle, halle, hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. All right, so today... We're doing a particular, we're over in the book of John. Oh, before, um, all right. So we just put on the whole armor of God, which was, uh, Luke 24, 45, Ephesians, uh, 6, 10 through 17, uh, 18, 19 and 24. And then <clears throat> number six, 24 through 27, Psalms 91, Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. All right. So we do that every day. Um, don't forget, become a partner at any amount. You can do that through lutgradio.com. Amen. You can uh, do one where you uh, subscribe and you get a get some swag. Amen. And uh, you can and I put a list, a little a, cor- a little corral shows you some of the items that you can get. And then uh, you can also give it any amount and select that. Eh, you just decide that you just want to give. And you don't want anything from it. And so when you're doing that, either way you either way you choose, I want you to put a demand on God for something. Ask God for something. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's for somebody else. You know, 
And I always pray uh, the blessings for me and for LUTG Radio. Because as you pray for me to the positive and for the radio station, which is God's radio station, um, as you do that, uh, you will receive the blessings of the Lord. Amen. I will bless those that bless thee. That's in um, Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 3. <coughs> Amen. All right. So we're in Freedom Friday. And we are always working on getting free. Amen. Uh, I should say not getting free, but remaining free. See, uh, Jesus gave us freedom uh, when he forgave us of all our sins. And so we got that freedom and we're not giving it back. (coughs) (coughs) Pardon me. So, anyway, we got that freedom, and we don't give we don't get that back. Amen. We keeping it. We keeping our freedom. All right. So we're in the book of John. So uh, I decided I wanted to see what God was talking about. You know, and he and and John chapter fourteen. It talks about being free. Remember, I always say about John 14 and 12 and John 14, 23, how God will make his home in you and whatnot. And how Jesus said, do what I did and do greater. Go, Jesus is like, don't just stop at what I did. Surpass me, please. See, you're supposed to be more successful than your father and your mother. You're supposed to exceed whatever they did. Amen. And so Jesus is like. I am your father in faith. I'm your bride's groom. <clears throat> I want you to do. I'm your brother in Christ. I want you to do what I did and greater. Amen. <clears throat> okay. So I said a prayer before I got on the radio station. I probably should have did it after. <laughs> and uh, now it's coming into effect. And uh, it's it's doing what it's supposed to do. But um, I didn't mean for that to happen while I was on the radio. Uh, so I just wanted to. Uh, <laughs> It's all it's all good. All right, so <laughs> be careful when you pray because it's going to happen. So <laughs> pray, pray in wisdom. Amen. Amen. All right, so I'm on verse 14. It talks about getting free um, and staying free and doing everything that uh, Jesus said and, and exceeding him. And he's like, yo, we with you, the Father and the Son. So it goes, I'm in verse 1, chapter 14, the book of John. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. In my Father's house are many mansions. Not shacks. Mansions. Not little cardboard boxes on the street. Mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Now check this out. You'll often hear people say to you, if you're not like... 
like a bishop or a pastor or a deacon or something like you're not in the fivefold ministry. They'll be telling you stuff like, well, you know, just, you know, stick with me, you know, um, give your heart to me. And that way, when you pass away, I can show you how to get to heaven. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. They are not God. They are not Jesus. Jesus, the blood of Jesus saved your life and saved your soul. They didn't do nothing. You'll even hear some people say, well, when I die, I'm going to make my home in you. Don't do that. Don't, those are demonic spirits. Don't accept that trash. We are to go to heaven. We make our home in Jesus and in the Father. And the Father and the Son make their home in us. <clears throat> you don't go and, and let your soul go. You don't, that's like selling your soul to the enemy. You don't, you don't do that. You don't do that. You ain't going to get no rest. You don't do that. You, if you notice, uh, demons <clears throat> demons are running around to and fro trying to find any place but hell. They don't want to be in hell. That's why they're trying to make a home in you. They want to be in any place but hell. So they're trying, to, they're trying to fit in where they can get in. Don't receive it. Your home is in Christ Jesus. Your home is in heaven. The Father and the Son. Amen. And so you know the way to the Father. Your soul, your spirit. Your spirit knows your your spirit knows the way to heaven. Why does your spirit know the way to heaven? That's the God part of you. Your soul is the breath of God. It knows the way to heaven. Don't let anything confound you and tell you. That you don't know the way to heaven. You know the way to heaven. Keep the word before your eyes and in your ears. That it will come up off of your lips. Keep your faith in God. God ain't going to let you get off track. He ain't going to let you get off track. Alright. He ain't going to let you get off track. God will move you back. He will make sure you get on the right path. Alright. That comes through salvation and faith. Being steady in God. The only way you get off the track that leads to God. The road that leads to God. Is when you backslide. You ain't never been saved in the first place. When you turn from God. That's when you get confounded. So don't turn from the Lord. Verse 5. Here come Thomas. Thomas. But Thomas hung up in there though. It said, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. How can we know the way? Thomas always asking the questions. What? Say what? How you do that? How you do that? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That means that you must make a confession of faith. There are some pastors that are going around saying the Bible does not say that you must make a confession of faith to be saved, to be forgiven of your sins. But it says so in Romans 8, 9 through 10 and Romans 10, 10. And it just says so right here. So, um, we can pull that up real quick. Here, hold on a second. I'm, I'm just going off by memory, but we can pull that up. But Jesus just said it right there. He's like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
Oh, I added life, but you know, um, <laughs> I got another scripture in my head. But Jesus is telling us that He is the way, and He ain't playing. He's like, when you make a confession of faith, I also want you to continue to remain in me. Don't be giving up just because things get hard. He's like, I got you. Amen. God is like, I got you. I got a hat of, uh, uh, on the website with Romans 10, 10, that's faith. Okay, so Romans uh, 8 through 10, it says, uh, so then, it's chapter 8, verses 8 through 10. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So when you're in the flesh, you're in sin. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. That means salvation. They've been forgiven of their sins. And they're walking in faith, in spirit and in truth. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. And so they got an ear to hear. If the spirit of the, of the living God is dwelling in you, that means you got an ear to hear. Now, if, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And so if you ain't got the spirit of Christ on the inside of you, the blood of Jesus will not speak for you. When you get to heaven, the blood of Jesus will be like, no, bro, you ain't one of mine. And, if, and then you dependent on the, uh, on the judge. Jesus, when you get to heaven and you go for judgment, either for righteousness or, or for sin, the only thing Jesus can do is judge you based on your sinful actions. And you'll you'll really be relying on mercy. So, uh, but you won't be able to defend yourself at all. <coughs> I'm I was I I'm not willing to take that bet. So I got saved in the name of Jesus. I believe God. Amen. With all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness, meaning you, your body will no longer desire to do sinful things. It, it won't seek out those sinful things. It won't. Uh, it's like an alcoholic that accidentally takes a drink because they thought it was water. It turns out it was like vodka or gin or something. And they spit it out. But for a couple of weeks, their mouth go. They keep tasting it. They flesh, they getting tempted, and their flesh is like, and, and there's a spirit of sin, because there's spirits on the alcohol. The spirit is telling your flesh, remember? You remember? And you got to cast that down. For the weapons of our warfare and our carnival, mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations. And every high thing is also itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and having in readiness to revenge disobedience with your obedience. It means you got to obey God and not take that drink. A mistake is one thing, but going and get a, getting a drink because you succumb to temptation. Remember, God leads us not into temptation, but delivers us from evil. So that's Matthew 6, uh, verse 13. And then the other one is 2 Corinthians verses 10 through 4 to 6. When Romans 10, 10, it says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. Confession is made unto salvation. That's a speaking. So yes, you must confess. Because in your confession of faith, you also renounce in sin. Amen. So we're back over here. 
So the book of John, it says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm on first four, I'm on chapter 14. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If he had known me, if ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. He's like, I'm representing the Father. You see me, you see the Father. You know. When your kids go outside, what do you tell them? You represented me. You represented my house. Don't be out there clowning. Y'all going to the store. Black families do this all the time. And I guess other families do it too. But I'm going to just assume because I, I didn't grow up in any other family other than the black family. But we would get to talk before we would go to the grocery store. And my mother would say, I have a certain amount of money to buy food. I don't want you putting nothing in this cart that I didn't tell you to put in here. When we get to the store, don't be asking me for a bunch of different things. We're going to get some food so we can eat. And that's it. Don't be in here clowning. Don't, don't, don't throw no tantrums. If you do, and this was a consequence. If you do, I will embarrass you like you embarrass me. What did that mean? She, now she was only, she was, she, she only like four foot 11, right? But she used to keep this belt, even though she wore dresses all the time. She would keep this belt in her in her purse, or she would put it around her waist, so she could easily access the belt. But if she, for some reason, she didn't have the belt, don't worry, she had her hand, and don't worry, she didn't need to take your pants down to hit you. She knew how to hit you on your butt so much. That it would sting straight through the pants. So it didn't matter if you had on jeans. So what did we learn from there? Well, Kathy learned. I saw my siblings get spanked. And so Kathy being the wise person, I said, that looked like it hurt. (laughs) I'm not asking for nothing. (laughs) She going to get what I want anyway. I'm going to just believe God. I ain't even know nothing about believe God. But I just felt within myself, believe God. She going to get whatever I want anyway. She likes treats. She likes cookies. I'm going to just wait. <laughs> I said, I ain't asking for nothing. That look like it hurt. <laughs> well, I ain't going to say that I never get out of hand. But when it came to going to the store, I was like, she already said it. I'm not going to even, I'm not doing it. I'm not going, I'm not going to get involved in that. I'm leaving that alone. (laughs) She already said, don't embarrass me. So don't embarrass her. (sighs) Because when your friends see you get a whooping at the store, oh, they tell the whole school. They tell the whole classroom. (sighs) It's all over the neighborhood. Anyway, and they just be laughing their butt off. Anyway, so we. We're moving on. <laughs> and Philip, Philip said unto him, Lord. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, oh, Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the father and it sufficeth us. And he just got through saying, uh, when you see me, you see the father. Jesus said unto him, I have I been so long with so long time with you. And yet has thou not known me, Philip? He, he looked at him right in the face. 
He that have seen me have seen the father. And how sayest thou then show us the father? Believest thou not that I am in the father and the father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the father and the father in me or else. Believe me for the very work's sake. Okay. Here we go. Verse 12. Very, very. That's like knock, knock. I'm at the door. I'm in your face. Pay attention. This is important. You know, your teachers tell you, take note. This part is important. It's going to be on the test. And Jesus is saying, this is going to be on the test of your ministry, of your life. This is in your book. Knock, knock. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. Glory to God. He ain't done yet. He goes, and... He's telling him, you're going to do, you're going to do what I did and greater. Don't trip. He's like, speak to the positive. I am your positive. I'm your positive. I get you going. Keep my word. Do you go, you going to do, he prophesying over them. He's like, you going to do what I do and greater. All you got to do is believe you gonna do greater than me. Just believe, just believe, just believe you will do greater than me. I son. Okay. Philip, you going to do greater than me. Philip. You're going to do what I do and greater. I right? don't be tripping. Because, you know, you know, when a leader leaves, people start to get a lot shaky. They start chattering, chattering, like just getting all nervous. What a leader, what a manager, getting all nervous. And Jesus is like, don't be getting nervous. You got this. Just like when you see me, you see the father. When people see you, they going to see me. That's what he was telling them. When people see you, they going to see me. When you see me, you see the father. When people see you, they going to see me. Just like, just like I sent the word and raised that, raised that child from the dead, healed this one over there, just like I laid hands on this one over there. Just like I told Lazarus, come forth out of the grave. We've been stinking for four days. You're going to do that and greater. How to do, how's to do greater than that? Raising the dead more than one time. How's that? To raise more than two and three and four. As God moves you around from place to place to pray for people, to give them the gospel, you won't get those opportunities to do what Jesus did and greater. Just believe. This is why he says, just believe so that he can work through you so that the Holy Spirit can work through you. What does that mean? You will be full of the Holy Spirit. When people see you, they gonna see Jesus. And he says, and, and that means I'm adding on to it. Bam, bam. You ever had some gear, right? You got the top right, the jacket right, you got the pants right, or 
ladies, your skirt or whatever your dress. But then you need some shoes. You need to get them shoes tight. Those shoes, you know, you get the shoes. Because shoes will either break your outfit or make it better. Get them shoes. Oh, yeah. He says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that. Y'all know that is like what? An adverb? That will I do. He's like, like my engines are already running. I'm already ready. I got our, I'm like your Santa Claus every day. I got my basket full. I got heaven full, being full of everything you gonna ask for. It's ready. I got my angels on call ready. They in the driveway ready to go to wherever you want the blessings to go. What does a verb do? A verb is action. And what does an adverb do? It describes that action. And so when you asking for something, you're saying, God, <laughs> let me describe to you the kind of action that I want you to do. That the father may be glorified in the son. Anything you ask God for and he do it. Jesus gets the credit from the father because the father goes, hey, they got it now. They got it now. They realize that you, when they see you, they see the father. And when people see them, they see they see the son. They see Jesus. They don't see the disciple. They see the blood of Jesus. They see the power of Jesus. So they're looking at the father and the son in the disciple of Christ. The adopted son. You are an adopted son, baby. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. That is forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. I thank you, Lord God, for giving me relief whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but he know him, but ye know him, meaning those that believe. We know the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That means I'm going to overtake you, baby. I'm right here. Yet a little while and the world seeth me no more, but ye shall see me because I live. Ye shall live also. I told you Jesus is alive and we are alive in him. That means we got access to the father, y'all, because the father is life. Remember in Genesis, he says in Genesis chapter one, he says, let us make man in our image. And he goes, and God breathed into the nostrils of man and made man a living soul. That is life. 
At that day, ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that have my commandments and keep of them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas said unto him, and this is not Iscarot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words. That's how he going to manifest himself. And my father will love him and we will come unto him. And make our abode with him. This is how. This is how. Keep the word. Keep the word. Don't stray from it. Keep the word. He that loveth me. Keepeth not my sayings. I'm sorry. Pardon me. He that loveth me not. I apologize. Because I'm like keep the word. Keep the word. And then I, I messed that up. It says. He that loveth me not. He that loveth me not. He that loveth me not, N-O-T, keepeth not my sayings. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. That's a doubter. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. So like Judas Iscarot, even though he was around Jesus the whole time, he didn't keep, he didn't love Jesus he was a friend, but he didn't love him. So he, and because he didn't love him, he didn't keep his word. He ended up hanging himself. He repented, but you know, he was talking to the devil and the devil's like, Hey, nah, bro, we still gonna hang this dude. We're gonna put him on the cross and Jews. And Iskari was like, no, 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 don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. And them, them Pharisees is like, yeah, we don't worship his God. Nope. You didn't realize you was dealing with Lucifer, huh? I'm putting my own words up in there. I'm paraphrasing. But Judas Iscariot was like distraught. And he's like, oh no. And what is he going to do? He goes and hangs himself. Because he went against Jesus. He should have kept the word. But he didn't. When you do bad things. To bad, when you do bad things. And you go around hurting people. Because he was stealing and he, he he took money and pointed out Jesus so Jesus get hurt and whatnot. <clears throat> You've known people to do that. Point out folks so they can get hurt or get robbed or whatever. That stuff will return to you. It returned to Judas Iscariot and caused him to take his own life. Why? Because life and death is in the power of your tongue. And your your hands are the actions of that power. And so the devil couldn't kill him, but he could get him to kill himself. You hear me? Even though he didn't keep the word of God, the word of God is still on the inside of him. And the word of God won't force you to do anything. It will try and preserve your life, which is one of the reasons why he, he repented. But he didn't go to the father. He didn't go to Jesus. He, he, just, he just stayed within himself. And that all that all those seeds of hell that he has sowed returned back to him and caused him and convinced him, told him, basically, you nothing. You are you a sorry thing. Look, you killed the king of the Jews. 
You you pointed him out. And the devil was talking all kinds of smack. You might as well go hang yourself. And he took that as a, you know what? I should do that. Yeah, I, maybe I'll get some comfort when I'm dead. No. You ain't going to get no comfort when you commit suicide. You just basically sent yourself to the enemy's camp and he going to straight jack you even more. He going to torment you and be like, dude. Oh, you were right there, dude. The enemy didn't even know that he should not have uh, killed Jesus. He's, he's still thinking, I got him. I got him now. I got him now. I'm a straight jack him. Had he known what Jesus was going to do, because remember, the enemy ain't got no revelation. He, the enemy de- depends on man who hears God to give him revelation. That's why he's always listening to you. That's why you're always listening. And so, uh, Judas Iscariot pointed him out, and he ended up killing himself. And Jesus said, keep my word, because Judas Iscariot did not keep the word. He did not love Jesus. He did not keep the word. He ended up killing himself. Verse 25, these things have I spoken unto you being yet present with you, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give unto you, not as the world giveth unto, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye would rejoice because I said, I go unto the father for my father is greater than I. Now, now is the time to get saved. But I just want to point this out real quick. In verse 26, it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. To me, this here is the mind of God. Holy Spirit, mind of Christ. Holy Ghost, mind of the Father. He will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. It says, He'll send them in my name. It says, He'll send them in my name. Jesus represents the Father. When you see Jesus, you see the Father. Now the Father is saying, when you run it, when you encounter the Holy Ghost, you're encountering Jesus. <laughs> Ain't that awesome? If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the perfect time. Remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Salvation is for you, beloved, 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 beloved. Salvation is for you. This is an offering of salvation for anyone who wants deliverance from sin, who wants to make a confession of faith unto Jesus. (coughs) Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for our sins so that we would not have to, because we can't. Get for giving us forgiveness and a way back to the Father. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting on 102.4 FM, where salvation is being offered. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
You're on 102.4 FM. Glory to God. Uh, LUTGradio.com. This is the LUTG Radio Show, and we are offering salvation to anyone that wants it. And John 3, 16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have the everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. Mm -hmm. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but want to repeat this prayer confession. Here we go. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and a salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations, you just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting, 102.4 FM, in the DFW, Haltom City area. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. Now that I am saved, what do you do? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for my salvation. Thank you, Jesus. And take authority over your life. Amen. Speak to any sickness in your body. Say, sickness, I rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. And I command my body to be healed. Whoo. And Matthew, uh, Pastor Kennedy prayed this particular prayer because God told her to. And he told, he also told her sister because she wasn't sure that she was hearing it. Because her mother, their mother was in a coma. And they knew Christians and they trying to figure out what do we do now? And God said, say, Matthew 6, 9 and 10, our father, which art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And then he said, say this, there is no sickness in heaven. I am healed. And so they told her to say to the mother, say the mother's name and say, you are healed. You are healed. And when she wakes up, he didn't say if he said, when she wakes up out of that coma, tell her to say, I am healed. Tell her to say, I am healed. And so she began to say, when she woke up, she began to say, I am healed. And she was saying it faintly, faintly, and then she got stronger. The more she said it, the stronger she got. The more she said it, the stronger she got. And then she said, I'm hungry. Hello. How many of y'all know hunger pains is a sign of life? The body says, I am ready to break down some food and put receive some energy, some strength. I'm ready to process and, and put strength in this body. Glory to God. I am healed. I am healed. Say it. I am healed. Glory to God. And so they did that. And she sat down at the table and she ate that food and she lived another eight years. Why? Because she was supposed to. Her life wasn't supposed to be cut short. When she went home, she went home with God. Meaning, God was like, time to come home, dear. I got things for you to do. Now I'm paraphrasing. I got things for you to do up here. It's time to translate. Try, time to come home. And she gave up the ghost and she went home. But when she went home, her babies, her children were not in sorrow. They were rejoicing. Because their mom did not leave prematurely. She left when God called her home. When God calls them home, there's a rejoicing in your heart because you know they're with the Father and they're with the Son. They're with the Lord Jesus Christ. They are with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When they are saved, when the saved, the redeemed of Christ moves on, translates, they go to the Father and they are in perfect peace. Don't cry for them, rejoice. When somebody dies that is unsaved, uh, you want to pray that God will show them mercy because otherwise they will be tormented, 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 and then burned in a lake of fire never to be remembered again. That's just the straight truth. Now, now that you pray for yourself, you receive healing to your body. I want you to take the 10 week foundation course, start it, do one a week, one, one lesson a week, because it's 10 weeks, it's designed for 10 weeks. I want you to read your Bible every day. Start off with the book of John. I want you to pray, start, you learn how to pray and you you can use the Lord's prayer in the book of Matthew chapter six, starting off of verse nine. I pray and I want you to ask God for, uh, ask God for something that you want. Remember he said, I provide for all your needs. If your needs are lacking and not, they are not being met. That is a violation 
in the kingdom of God. And you tell God, all my needs are not being met, but I'm going to ask you for my wants. So I want you to do it. I want you to tell him all my needs are not being met, but I want you to ask you. I'll, I'm, I'm asking you for my wants because I know that your word is true and you will provide for all my needs. What is your need? One, to be alive and to be in health. To have a clean place, clean, safe place to sleep, food to eat, water to drink, basic needs. Now, <clears throat> what could be your wants? The new NBA gym shoe. That's a want. A Vera Wang dress. I love me for some Vera Wang. Anyway, I know there's more designers out there, but. Or it could be LUTG Radio subscription. <laughs> it's 150 bucks a month. Um, you can get lower, but you know, the one that's 150, that was cool. Anyway, um, and so you can just start asking God for stuff that's outside of your ability. You can ask him for stuff that's inside your ability if you want to. But know this, he provided a way for you to get it. But ask him for stuff that you, you know, you you know you can't do. Alright? I want a house and I want it debt free. How do I do that? How do I build a house debt free, Lord? Show me how. He did it for Jesse. He'll do it for you. Jesse built a seven million dollar complex, a church. Seven million dollars, debt free, under budget. Debt free and under budget. And God asked him, "Trust me with this." He's like, "Do you trust me?" Jesse's like, "Yes." This is Jesse Duplantis. He's like, "Yes." He says, "Okay, then we're not gonna talk about this no more." So Jesse, throughout the whole planning and the building of this church, he never once looked at the budget. Didn't want to see it. Because why? He trusted God with it. So you want to build something? Trust God with it. Trust God with it. Now he knew what he wanted to build. And he knew what he needed. He looked at the materials list and believed God for everything. But he didn't, matter of fact, I don't even think. He didn't look at the, the cost of the things is what I'm telling you. So he didn't really look at any list. He knew what needed to be built. And they would tell him, you know, we need this, this, and this. But he didn't go and look at the budget and see, can we afford this in the budget? No, he went straight to God. And God's like, I got you. I got you. God didn't even talk to him about budget. He's like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Trust God. You're like, Kathy, why do you tell these testimonies? Because God gave me their testimony, and I love their testimonies. Have you ever built a structure that costs $7 million debt-free and under budget? I ain't never did it, so I'm going to testify about it because I want to do that. Because I got a, bu a bunch of stuff I want to build. I'm not looking to build one structure for $7 million. I mean, that would be great, but it depends on what you're going to do with it. I don't want to just build a big $7 million project and just have it sit there. Forget that. But see, he using his building for the community. They doing all kinds of stuff in that building. Blessing the whole community. Blessing people in that community. Outside of that community. They blessing people from all over the world with that. But LUTG Radio is something different. This is a radio station. And we're going to bless the community in which we in. And we're going to get in a bunch of communities. So believe God with me. Believe God with me. This is God's radio station. Believe God with me. Become a, become a sponsor. Subscribe. Believe God with me. Send a donation. Some of y'all worried about, oh, if I go through this or if I go through that, they're going to get my information. Believe God to cover your information. 
I know all these different institutions get hit by like robbers or or um, hackers or whatnot. But I'm believing God that your information will not be touched. I'm believing God that your stuff will stay intact. Because when you fear, you open up a door to the enemy. So God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Y'all got checks that God told you to write to me and you ain't released it yet. Because you want to put it in my hand. Well, I don't have a building for you to come to to put it in my hand. But I got a website for you. to. It's lutgerado.com. You're like, well, Kathy, if you would just stand on the street, well, if you would go ahead and go to lutgerado.com and give, then, you know, we could, we could, God will provide all the other things. Have faith, trust God. Have faith, trust God. I want you to start praying and asking God what you should do concerning me and concerning being a blessing to me. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, uh, what should I do concerning helping Kathy Brocks with LUTGradio.com? How should I bless her? That's what I want you to say. Ask him. And then when he tell you what to do, so you'll see, I want you to put a demand on your seat so God can bless you. And just tell him, I want my, I want my information protected. I don't want my information getting out there all over the world or in some hacker's hands. Or some evildoer's hands. Tell God what you want. Tell God what you want. Alright? Alright. So, now with that being said, people are like, well, why do you say hackers? People going to get all turned off. Forget that. God got this. This is God's station. This is God's radio station. You heard? You heard? This is God's radio station. You heard? Let us thank God. L-U-T-G radio stands for let us thank God. This is God's radio station. I'm God's person. I'm God's woman. You God's son. I'm God's son. You God's son. Your accounts, that's God's accounts. God gonna bless you. God protects you. And he protects you thus far. God got you. God got you. All right? Don't be afraid of nothing. Trust God. He got you. He moves you around on hurt, harm, and or danger. God got you. God got you. Amen. God got you. Glory to God. Lord God, as we sign off today, I just thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you, Lord God, for your peace, your strength. I thank you, Lord God, for being with each and every one of us and leading us all in the way to go. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Y'all go in peace. Jesus loves you, beloved. Amen, amen, amen. You're listening to Kathy Brocks on LUTGradio.com, the LUTG Radio Show. WKKP Digital Broadcasting 102.4 FM, 102.4 FM in the Haltom City, DFW, Texas area. All right. Peace out, y'all. I'll see y'all later. It's Friday. It's Friday. See y'all. Amen. Amen. God bless.